More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, power struggle. Are challenging situations or difficult people causing you to feel stuck? We're going to help you reclaim your power through God's grace. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to learn. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, the show is titled Power Struggle. So we talk about that struggle to feel powerful and effective in the situations when we end up feeling kind of stuck because we're dealing with a challenging situation or a difficult person. Call up and share at 877-573-7825. Are you struggling? Struggling with a personal or relationship problem you're not sure what to do about. Maybe you're dealing with a difficult person in your life, or you're having a hard time with a personal or emotional challenge. Maybe someone you care about is stuck and you're not sure how to support them. Look, the fact is, we can all use some new tools and insights to help us get unstuck from time to time. We want to help you reclaim your power in God's grace and discover the next steps toward the abundant life and relationships God is calling you to. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. You know, another word for that stuck feeling is just plain old frustration. You know, just being aggravated and frustrated about a situation that we feel at least somewhat powerless in, either because of what the voices in our own head are telling us, you know, how we were raised and what those messages about our capabilities are, whether it's somebody else being stubborn and difficult and irritable with us or unkind to us or unmoving in a situation, whether it's it's just the state of what's going on in the world or the season of your life and you're just feeling that sense of frustration, aggravation, and you're not sure how to move on effectively, what changes you could possibly make, because on your own you're just not seeing it, you need some fresh eyes on that, how to connect with God's grace, or if it involves somebody or a lot of somebody else's, what in the world you do about them. So let's talk about it today and give you brand new skills, good new ideas, and an infusion of how to connect with God's grace here on More to Life today. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. 
Hey, I just want to step away from the topic for just a second to wish you a happy anniversary, by the way. I got a notification Say from... what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not missing our anniversary. No, no, no. I got a notification from LinkedIn today that it's our... <laughs> Thank God for social media. <laughs> but I got uh, that we've been on the air with Ave Maria Radio 22 years. Today? <laughs> well, praise be to God. That's amazing. That's a... In one show or another, that is a beautiful, yeah, we... beautiful Yay. relationship. I say, like I said, th- thank heavens for social media. Because like somebody asked me a couple of years ago how old I was, and I had to Google myself to figure it out. So. You did, you did. That that was a funny experience. But what a beautiful relationship we've had with them. And thank you so much to Al Cresta and Mike Jones for uh, taking a risk on us yeah. and having faith in us. And we're so grateful to be part of the Ave Maria Radio family every day. And we're here to take your calls today at eight seven seven five seven three. 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Are you struggling with a personal relation or relationship problem that you're not quite sure what to do about? Maybe you're dealing with a difficult person in your life or you're having to handle a, a tough personal or emotional challenge. Or for that matter, maybe you're not sure how to support someone you care about who is stuck in their life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that looked at how prayerfully reflecting on God's creation can reveal a lot about God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. You know, our natural tendency is to allow ourselves to be limited or even defined by the obstacles that we see in our path. The theology of the body reminds us to think of the big picture. In the face of an obstacle, instead of giving up, the Christian's job is to ask, how does God want me to respond to this? Instead of just assuming the obstacle represents the natural limits of what we can accomplish, the theology of the body invites us to prayerfully reflect on what God wants us to make of this situation by allowing Him to work through us. The theology of the body reminds us that we live in tension between what it calls historical man, who we are now, and eschatological man, which is who we're called to be through God's grace. You know, that we're caught between what is and how God is working to make all things new in Christ. And obviously there are lots of things that stand between how the world works now and how God intends for it to work. That's why Christians need to learn to understand that obstacles are really just opportunities for God's power to be revealed as we allow him to work in us and with us and through us. And no, we can't accomplish any of these things on our own, and sure, there are some goals that might not be accomplished in this lifetime. But having this more eschatological, or to put it another way, spiritually solution-focused mindset allows us to imagine possibilities in the face of our obstacles and strive toward those possibilities instead of putting limits on God's grace. It allows us to hope for more than what the broken world and our own brokenness allows us to imagine. So we're here to help you today 
to see what's possible in the face of those frustrating circumstances you're dealing with, whatever it is, whether it's a particular challenge, a difficult relationship, a tough person you have to deal with, or you're trying to figure out how to support someone you care about who is feeling stuck and a little powerless these days, let us help you find the next steps toward the plan God has for your life. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Well, Greg, I love that you know you did eschatological man like this superhero because <clears throat> we need to keep an eye on that, don't we? Like what we are meant to be is not just our best selves here. What we are and what we are meant to thrive and fully know is that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We are called to be with Him in heaven forever and live with Him now, with His grace, with His Holy Spirit moving in us. And that is so different than what the everyday world, social media, People around us will tell us we truly are. You know, people will tell us we'll be great if we just lose 50 pounds. We'll be great if we just make X number of dollars or if we become famous or on and on and on. How tiny that is compared to what we shall be as we move through divinization, becoming more and more like our Father, like the God who is Trinity and loves us and is with us every moment of every day. There is so much more to life. There is so much more to the rest of our existence into eternity. Let's start working toward that together today on More to Life. Let's help you get some new ideas, new tools, new ways of dealing with the stuff that makes you feel like you're struggling with a person, a relationship, or just frustrated with a situation. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let's say our concerns to the Lord. And we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring to you those frustrating people and situations where we are feeling a little bit stuck or confused about the next steps to take. Help us to avoid the temptation to give in to our frustration in those situations and instead help us to bring those situations to you and ask you to teach us how to respond to them so that we can bear witness to your power and glory and grace as you work with us and in us and through us to bring about the changes that you would like us to experience and to show the world what you can do even through broken people and situations like us. We ask you, Lord, for the grace to persevere in the power of grace and to continue to see how you are moving in our lives even through the difficult times. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the the Father, the the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Power Struggle as we talk about those times when we are struggling to feel that sense of power and effectiveness, when we feel so frustrated about having to deal with that person or that situation in that relationship or that struggle with our emotional life or our personal life, or those times when we're trying to support someone else who feels stuck and we're not sure what to do for them. 
The fact is we can all use some new tools and insights from time to time to help us get unstuck. We want to help you discover those next steps toward the abundant life and relationships God is calling you to. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Joseph, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New Jersey on Domestic Church Radio. Hi, Joseph. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And you shared with our screener that uh, you you have been struggling in your faith lately. You were di- diagnosed with a digestive disorder. That's gotten better, but through it all, your, your faith is kind of waning a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on spiritually? Uh, yeah, I've always been I'm 85 years old. I've always been a very happy person, and uh, I did my share of sinning through the years, and I uh, always came back to the Lord. I had a wonderful life for 50 years. I took care of her the last 10 years. I have two daughters. And uh, but ever since I came down with this uh, dire reticulosis uh, last December, I just can't get back. And I, I feel worthless. I don't have any, uh, feel like I don't have any spirit. I don't have any interest to do anything. Um, and I've... Uh, search the scriptures as I always have it doesn't mean much to me and I really need uh, something to get me going like uh, you people to do every once in a while well Joseph let me ask you um, so so uh, what you're describing sounds a little bit like a depression um, but I guess so help me understand why you're why you're describing this as a spiritual struggle kind of where 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 are you experiencing that part of it well, I constantly say the Jesus prayer and uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner, and bring me closer to you. But I just don't seem to get close. I I don't know what it is. How would you know if you were? Can I ask, though, how, what would be your sign that you were closer to God? I think I would be happier. Hmm. Not necessarily, I mean, you know, and that's that's you know, yeah, and and that's the thing to kind of keep in mind here, you know. Um, Actually, you know, we go through different stages in our spiritual walk. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like any other relationship, Joseph. You know, you were talking about your, your marriage for, for a long time. I'm sure that you, you, there were many, many times when you felt deeply in love with your wife. And other times where maybe you didn't feel cl- as close. You know, you still knew you loved her, but you didn't necessarily have the feeling. Right? Um, it was a, maybe it was a you know, tough day or a bad week or you're going through a hard time and you were distracted or whatever. But then the same thing is true in our relationship with God. You know, sometimes we can feel his presence and we feel happy to be there and we just, just know he's there through our feelings. And other times it doesn't feel as strong. But God is always present. And one of the things that, uh, as we mature in a spiritual life, you know, we tend to feel that less. Not because God is less present, but because he wants us to not just relate to him through our feelings, but he wants us to relate to him for him. You know, that first stage of the spiritual walk is called the purgative stage. And you were talking about how, you know, you've done your share of sinning like we all have, right? And that's the, the purgative stage is where God kind of weans us off of unhealthy and ungodly comforts and, and, and has us kind of turn to him. Well, part of that process is giving us those good feelings about being in his presence that you know we, we tried to get from unhealthy things. And so he weans us off those unhealthy things by helping us feel good to be in his presence. But as we develop in our spiritual life, God tends to 
take those feelings away, not so that not because he's withdrawing from us, but because he wants us to love him for him, not just for how he makes us feel. And so he can still help us have those feelings, but but sometimes he just wants us to know that 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 he loves us for who he is and and how, what he's doing in our lives. And so, in a sense, God starts speaking to us through a different language, not so much the language of feelings, but the language of experience. And and so, what I want you to do, Joseph, is I want you to know that God is present, and and and, the, and you, I want you to keep up your spiritual practices. But I want you to start asking, how is God speaking to me through my experience, and and how is God asking me to respond to the challenges that I'm facing, whether it's the physical illness or, or loss or or other difficulties. What is it that how is it that I could respond to this in a way that would glorify God, help me be my best self, and work for the good of those around me? Because the more I'm able to do that, the more I start hearing God speaking to me through experience and not just feelings. And you might say, you know, I can't do a lot for the people around me. I'm 85 years old, and I don't feel real great. But even praying for those people, that is doing spiritual battle for people, and you are a warrior even in your own home if you're doing that. But, Joseph, the other thing I want you to actually write down is what you just said to us you know you just gave us a litany of a life that most people desire to have you know 50 years with a wonderful woman wonderful children all these and and life with the holy spirit and being happy for most of it you said you're generally a happy guy please write all this down and really realize how much god was working in every second of that Realize that by you listening to EWTN Radio today on Domestic Church Radio, the Holy Spirit was reaching out to you and saying, Joseph, I'm here. You desire me. I desire to be with you. But you say you read the scriptures all the time. I'm so glad. And if you really do, you're going to see this pattern that I want to point out to you, which is everybody who loved God went through something. And the antidote to that, and many of them complained, and many of them were sad, and God was there for them in many, many ways. But the big antidote to that, and you can even see this most clearly in the book of St. Paul, but Jesus did it, everybody did it, was to praise God, the Father, the creator of the universe, and not just pray about God, I need to hear you, or please come to me, or have mercy on me. Those are all powerful and important prayers. But take some time, even if you have to read some of the Psalms to get yourself going. Praise God for who he is. The fact that he's your creator. The fact that he's your redeemer. The fact that he gave you a sunrise this morning. All of those things, because that actually it's like pour, putting oil on on like tough joints, right? It starts to move the Holy Spirit through us, lift us out of what we're interiorly experiencing, and lifts our spiritual eyes to God and begins to let us see the Holy Spirit more clearly and feel Him more clearly. Now, Joseph, I do think that the things that we're suggesting here on the program are, are going to get you down the road here. But I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that, you know, sometimes uh, one of the first signs of a depression is that we stop enjoying the things that we used to enjoy or taking meaning from the things that we used to draw meaning from. So if you feel that there's more going on here than, than just the spiritual struggle that you were, you were describing to our screener or to us, then I, I, I would encourage you to talk with your doctor uh, about a referral for counseling for depression um, just, just to see. 
you know. Uh, if, or on the other hand, if you feel like the things that we've suggested here are, are helping you get you back on track and you're starting to feel more of yourself and more of God's grace, then that's fine. But I, I, want, I want to just mention that to you because often uh, when we're dealing with a chronic illness, um, especially when we're dealing with uh, you know, later in life issues, uh, there can be some depression as well. So I, I would like you to talk with your doctor about that too. Thanks so much for the call, Joseph. I do hope that these suggestions have been helpful to you. If there's more we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the program. With that, we have to go to break, but when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about power struggles, what we're talking about there, not struggles so much with uh, other people for power, but rather the struggle we often feel have to feel powerful in the face of our frustrating situations in our life and relationships. And if you're wrestling with a tough situation in your relationships or you're wrestling with an emotional challenge or a personal struggle, we are here to help. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We'll be back in just a minute. Stick around. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Finding good health care, encouragement for healthier living, or solid spiritual direction can be frustrating. That's why the Catholic Healthcare Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering a health sharing option. Curo's Christ centered wellness services include Catholic wellness coaching, spiritual direction, and a Catholic community supporting your health and wellness needs. Visit CMFCuro.com to learn more. That's CMFCuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. This week on Christ is the Answer, Father John continues with his series on the Theology of the Body. The Theology of the Body's books and teachings were developed from five years' worth of homilies presented by Pope St. John Paul II. He preached about the dignity and beauty of our physical form, which is the image of God reflected in our very existence. Join us this week as Father John shows us the glory in our creation. Tune in for Christ is the Answer, Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on Ave Maria Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Thank you for joining us on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today our show is titled Power Struggles. We talk about the challenge we face in giving into that frustration and having a hard time reclaiming our power in the face of personal and relationship problems. 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores Popchak. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He is an expert on the theology of the body, an author and illustrator, and a co-host with Father Gabriel Toretta of the Faith and Arts podcast, Created Things. Jacob, welcome to More to Life. Hey, thank you for having me. So when you are working with clients who are feeling stuck in some part of their life or relationships, how, how do you help get them unstuck? Well, 
an analogy I, I always draw my clients to when they're feeling especially stuck or they're feeling especially disempowered uh, or even if they're feeling especially hopeless that anything could possibly make it different, right? Because God knows when we felt stuck long enough, we're, we're often sort of hesitant to accept the possibility that things could be any better if only I try A, B, or C uh, because, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up and get hurt again, right? So, you know, this is a very common phenomenon. And, and whenever I'm trying to help clients deal with, with anything kind of on that spectrum, I, I try to draw all of our attention to, you know, the this motif in Scripture where Christ approaches Peter and you know Peter has been fishing all night long right he's the professional fisherman Peter is he knows what he's doing Jesus is the carpenter right he shouldn't know what he's doing mm. and and Peter hasn't caught anything and yet Jesus is the absolute gall <laughs> to say well why don't you just try fishing on the other side of the boat Right. <laughs> Never it's, thought about it that way before. It's, an, it's approximately five feet of difference, right? And Peter's going to have to haul the net out of the water. He's going to have to get all that crud back on the boat, then throw it over to the other side, all exhausted, just for five feet of difference. What difference is that supposed to make, Jesus? What are you talking about? Right? But we all know how this, these stories end, right? These stories end because, of course, Peter captures more fish than his net can possibly carry. And I think that this is a, a really important scripture to meditate on when we are feeling you know, stuck in a particular situation. Because so often we feel stuck because we feel like we've tried everything. You know, we're that fisherman that's tried everything we know how to do. But nine times out of ten, it's not about doing something different. It's about changing the way we're doing the things we're already doing. Changing the mentality from one of nervousness and apologeticness to one of being more assertive. You know, changing the tone from being one that's demanding and mean or harsh to one that is respectful and loving. Right, changing the the manner in which we're doing things, the direction we're throwing our net, often makes such a difference in getting us unstuck and getting us to catch those fish that we so long to catch. And and sure, when we feel stuck, we feel like we've been out all night. We're not thinking that creatively to 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 be able to say, okay, but but what what difference could my attitude mm -hmm. make, or what difference could my tone make, or what difference could you know my mindset or posture make. But I think being able to meditate on that scripture and step back, that always reminds me to start there first. You know, powerful insight Brilliant. and a, yeah. a beautiful scriptural analogy for, for how we can deal with our own stuff differently. And, you know, I just want to leave people with uh, that, that prayer, you know, to Lord, teach me that small step I can take. What's that next tiny thing I can do to bring myself more in accordance with your will? Jacob, thank you so much for being with us. If folks would like to learn more about your good work, I hope they'll go to CatholicCounselors.com. We're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Back in a minute. Today's programming on 990 WDEO is brought to you in part by a gift from our day sponsor. St. Catherine of Siena. She's not just our patron, she's our hero. What can she teach us today? Resilience, determination, and compassion. At St. Catherine Academy, we're following her lead, rising to challenges, protecting, and inspiring others. We may not leap tall buildings, but we embody Christ's love. 
Discover how your daughter can become a modern-day hero. Visit us at our open house on November 9th from 6 to 8 p.m. and be part of something truly extraordinary. Welcome to an Advanced Dentistry Center family. This is Dr. Metti and our team strives to treat you like family in a loving and compassionate way as we focus on serving you in a Christ-like manner. We do this by emphasizing prevention and general well-being for a lifetime. Our private practice is small, personal, state-of-the-art, and innovative with the goal to educate and motivate our patients in improving their oral health. It is through a partnership with you that you will achieve the goals for your smile. Advanced Dentistry is serious about the level of care we provide with attention to details and an exceptional level of care, skill, and judgment. We are thrilled for the opportunity to serve you. Dr. Matthew and the team invite you to visit them at AdvancedDentistryCenter.com or call them at 248-594-9592. That's 248-594-9592. AdvancedDentistryCenter.com. Hello, I'm Adora Kassab Ibrahim, broker and owner of Lighthouse Real Estate Group. I would love to guide you with your real estate needs, both residential and commercial. As a family-owned business, I always have your family's best interests at heart. Allow my 25 years of experience to serve you. Please call me today at 248-210-8229 and visit our website, lighthouse-reg.com. That's lighthouse-reg.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. St. John Bosco is an important saint for Catholic families. Although he wasn't a parent, he was renowned for being a compassionate Christian teacher and the founder of a religious order dedicated to helping and educating children. At the time, people believed that children were little better than animals who responded only to physical punishment and harsh correction. One day in prayer, St. John Bosco received a heavenly vision where the Blessed Mother told him that children should be corrected not with blows, but with sweetness and charity. Deeply moved by this vision, Bosco developed an approach to discipline he called the preventive system, in contrast to what he considered to be the heavy-handed repressive system of his day. He taught his followers that even the most willful, defiant children would offer their heartfelt obedience if they were treated with love and respect. And not only did his approach work, but it raised a saint. His student, St. Dominic Savio, is often called the first fruit of the preventive system. To learn more about St. John Bosco and his preventive system, check out our book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, or visit CatholicHOM.com. Folks, you are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Power Struggle as we talk about those times when we're struggling to regain our sense of power. Are you frustrated with a 
personal or relationship problem that you're not quite sure what to do about, or you're struggling to help somebody else who feels stuck and you're not quite sure how to support them. Either way, we are here to help you regain that sense of power through God's grace. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Patty, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Missouri. On Covenant Radio. Hey, Patty, welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Good morning. I have a middle 30s son who has suffered with addictive problems since his late teens. Um, He seemed to get better for a while, got married, has two children. But here of recent, he's been drinking more, smoking marijuana, causing relationship problems for he and his wife and the family, of course. Mm -hmm. He calls us all the time, complaining, whining. And we just want to know what is the best thing that we can do to help him. I believe he has some help as a result. Hmm. I want to know what to do to help him. What do we say to him? Because what we say, he doesn't hear. Yeah, I'm sure. Let me ask you this, Patty. You said this started in his teen years, and he seemed to get better. Was he ever in treatment, rehab, counseling, anything, or did it just seem to change over the years? After he had an overdose, he went to rehab, and he did not like it. For how long? And um, six months or something. He was in an inpatient rehab for a, a short time and then outpatient rehab. And I think he mainly gave them lip service, just mm-hmm. enough to get out. And so, and so he's been, uh, I guess, how long is he, was he in recovery after that, or did he just keep using as soon as he got back out again? No, I don't think he did keep using. He stopped the marijuana and the cocaine and the other things he was doing. He found a woman he loved. They got married. Mm-hmm. They had two children. But then there was a tragic house fire a few years ago. And since then, it's been steadily downhill. Okay. And does she use any substances, or is she completely a clean person? No, she's pretty clean. I mean, she'll have an occasional drink. Uh, Before they had children, she smoked a little. Uh, I don't Mm. know that she did anything else. Okay. Okay. And it says says you told our screener that, that uh, that she's threatening to leave him at this point? Yes. Okay. She is. She can't um, so, deal with his behavior. No, I understand. Um, and I'm so sorry that you're having to deal with this. What I would suggest to you is that this is this is probably a situation that's calling for what's called an intervention. Um, basically, what you'd want to do is work with his wife to get in touch with a local a drug and alcohol rehab facility and talk with them about scheduling an intervention, which would mean you know gathering the most the, all the people that love him or, or the people that he you know works with, for example, uh, his friends to come together and really challenge him on the 
the effect that his behavior and his, his addictive behavior is having on his relationships, on his work, um, on everything, because that's really the only thing that would get him at this point um, back into rehab. Uh, you know, it's, and when you say he didn't like it, you know, rehab is rehab's not a lot of fun. There's not um, a single solitary addict who's ever gone. Wee, this is great. But he it's needs, really rough. But you know, have, and and he was he was clean and sober for a while, based on what you're saying. Um, but the but you know, when you go through another tragedy like that house fire that you were talking about, um, you tend to grasp onto old old habits for coping. Um, and it sounds to me like that kind of kicked him back into some of his addictive behaviors, and he's going to need uh, a really uh, a strong wake-up call that lets him know that if if he wants to if he values that these relationships at all that he needs to go back to rehab and so I would say that there's nothing you could say to him directly that would change his mind um, he's only going to deal he's going he's only going to change if he sees that his behavior is going to cost him dearly um, if he continues down this path and that's what an intervention does I would say don't set this up yourselves make sure you're working with the professionals at the rehab facility to figure out the best way to do this the best time because uh, rehabs don't always have a bed open so you want to make sure that you're timing this based on when they can actually bring him in definitely and then afterward he's going to need he's going to need to participate in ongoing uh, membership in al-anon for example or not al-anon aaa excuse me uh, or, or narcotics anonymous um as a way of maintaining that support and making sure that he's got good a good discharge plan there with with good counseling too so the first step right now though is coordinating with his wife to talk to a rehab facility locally and get him the help that he needs. Uh, thank you so much for the call, Patty. If there's more we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here. But the next step would be really contacting the, his wife and uh, your daughter-in-law and, and talking with her about getting in touch with the facility near you to schedule that intervention. And don't just talk about it. Really create the steps. You know, okay, get on, like, do this at a time he's not around. Get on the computer at the same time. Find the rehab center. Decide who is calling the rehab center. It probably will have to be her because at this point she is his next of kin, not you because he's, an, he's a married adult. So talking to that rehab center about that time. Okay, once we have that time, let's go back to how we are going to do this and who we are going to have help us. Make a plan. Don't get lost in hemming and hawing and sort of saying, oh, we should do this and letting it spin out because the longer you do that, the longer every member of his family, including your son, is suffering. You know, his life, his marriage could all still be saved, it uh, but, it, but it, it requires that kind of very strong awareness that he could lose everything if he doesn't change his behavior. So, Patty, thank you so much for the call. We're going to add you and your family to our More to Life prayer list. And again, if there is more that we can do for you, we're here. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. We are taking your calls about those situations where you're feeling frustrated, a little bit stuck in a personal relationship, or dealing with an emotional problem, or if you're struggling to help someone you care about and you're not sure what to do. Give us a call at eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Let's talk now with Dave, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan on Ave Maria Radio. Hi, Dave. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi, Dr. Greg. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm a 70-year-old father of four. I have a 46-year-old son who has a talk to his wife in about five weeks. And I'm looking for help as to how I can go about um, moving him back towards the uh, loving man that I know that he is. 
Dave, tell me about your relationship with your son. I mean, are you guys close, would you say? No, I wouldn't say we're really close. He, he suffers from the same sin I do. I worked way too much when the kids were growing up. He's in a very high, stressful job. He, he leaves the house at 6. He doesn't get home till 7 most nights. Um, so that's one problem. And uh, background story, within the last year, he lost a job uh, that he got a bad review. He was in that job for 16 years, I believe. He landed on his feet. You know, he got a little bit of counseling, and he found another high-stressful job. And um, here within the last five to six weeks, him and his wife had uh, some arguments. Things were said, and he hasn't talked to her here in those five to six weeks. Uh, uh, and so... Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, you're saying that... Uh, I guess, so the reason I asked about your relationship, I guess I was wondering, you know, it, how, you know, would it be possible for you to you know, take him out for dinner or coffee or something and, and really just sit down and have a heart-to-heart with him? Would he be open to that? Yeah, I, I did that when uh, when he lost the job. You know, I told him I loved him no matter what happens. I always love him, you know, and um, so, yeah, that'd be one thing I could do. But, you know, see, my daughter-in-law says so not to get involved, but she's calling and asking my wife questions and for help and stuff but yet then she says not to get involved I, i'm confused i just don't know why, why is she i guess why why is she saying not to get involved what, what is what is her concern uh she, my wife is telling me that she thinks that my daughter-in-law thinks he would be more angry uh act worst uh that that's what my daughter-in-law's uh, fear is Hmm. Uh, so she's she's afraid of his reactions at this point and doesn't want to deal with that. Well, look. So here's here's what I'd suggest. All right, I, I, as a next step, um, I, I would reach out to your daughter-in-law and just say, listen, you know, I know that you're going through it, and I know that you've been, you know, I'm, I'm always we're always happy here to to be providing emotional support and keep you guys in our prayers. But and here's what I'd say, you know, but but as you know, my son. I feel like I could really talk to him and support you in this. And you know, the fact is, you know, I, I know where he's at because I used to be like him. And uh, I would really love to be able to, to sit him down and have a heart to heart about some things that I've learned about leaving that kind of life and attitude behind. Um, and if you don't, if you don't think that it would be, you know, uh, unwelcome, um, I, I would really love to do that, not just for you, but for him. Uh, and, and for myself, for that matter, because I really feel that there are some things I could share with him that, that would open up his heart to approaching all this in a different way. Um, and then, Dave, you know, assuming that she'd be willing to let you do this, one, one of the things that I'd, you know, whatever else you share with your son when you take him out, I would like you to encourage him that, that whatever his frustrations are, he certainly has a right to whatever his feelings might be, right? He has a right to be upset about things or angry about something that his wife did or frustrated with the way things are going in his marriage, family life, or whatever. But what you want to say to him, is, is regardless of what he's feeling, you know, and whatever the problems are, there are healthy ways to deal with problems and unhealthy ways to deal with problems. And just refusing to speak to somebody that you live with for five weeks is not a healthy way of dealing with things. He would never do that in his workplace, and he can't do that at home either. And that you love him enough to challenge him on that and, and say that whatever his feelings are, whatever his frustrations are, whatever the problems are, there are healthy ways to do them, to address them. And, and you want to hold him accountable for being that healthy, godly man who can, who can handle those problems in a healthy way. And if he doesn't know how to do that, then you can suggest some counseling options, whether you point him toward, toward us at Pastoral Solutions, if he's looking for faithful, kind of godly ways to deal with all this, or 
somebody's just looking for some, you know, secular counseling, you can cook them up locally with, with somebody who can help them there. But either way, that's got to be the message that you send him. You know, I empathize with you. I'm sorry you're going through what you're going through. I know that it can be frustrating in marriage to deal with things that you and your spouse does or have come up. But there are healthy ways to deal with those problems and unhealthy ways. And you're really choosing some pretty unhealthy ways. And, and I love you too much to let you keep going down this path, son. Right. So step one, contact your daughter-in-law and then just let her know what you'd like to do. Um, and because you certainly don't want to, you know, be create more problems, right? But at the same time, I think as a, fa- as a father, and I have adult kids too, right? You know, as a father, you, 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 we want to continue to disciple our children uh, into a healthier, godlier adulthood. And we, you know, especially if we see them repeating sins that we've committed in our own lives, uh, we can really bear witness to the changes that God's brought about and what we've learned from those experiences. And so I think God has placed you in a very unique position to be able to be helpful here. And I'd like you to offer that to your daughter-in-law and see what she says. If there's more that we can do after you've had that conversation, don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to talk with you again. We've added your whole family to our More to Life prayer list, and, and we are here for you, Dave. Thank you so much for the call. And we've got to go to break, but as we do head out, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Jeremiah chapter 21, verse 11. Know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Amen. You know, the Lord is showing us that he always is working for our good and always has plans to bring about good in our lives. But sometimes it's hard to know what that looks like and what steps we can take to cooperate with that grace. And that's why we've been saying throughout the show the most important prayer we can make every day is, Lord, teach me what to do about this. Show me what the next steps I can take to respond to this situation in a way that glorifies you, helps me be my best self, and helps me work for the good of the people around me. Because if we pray that prayer, God will lead us step by step to a new place. A place that gives us a future and hope. We are taking your calls today on our show titled Power Struggle. As we talk about this struggle, we feel we, we often encounter to feel powerful in the face of those relationship or personal problems we're wrestling with. If you are dealing with a frustrating situation where you feel like you're not quite sure what to do, you know, what, what is that thing I should say? How, how, how do I get my head around this thing? What, what are the next steps I can take? We are here to help. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls coming up right after the break. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. From a firm films comes Journey to Bethlehem. This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. You are in danger, Mary. This child. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Starring Fiona Palomo, Milo Mannheim, Lecrae, Joel Smallbone, and Antonio Banderas. Rated PG. Federal guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere this Friday. Soundtrack also available. More information is at journeytobethlehem.com. While Mary's not mentioned as often as Moses, not mentioned as often as Peter or Paul, her role in Scripture is even more significant. She's absolutely unique. There are many prophets, there are many apostles, but there's only one God-bearer. There are a lot of people who proclaim the Word of God. There's only one woman who bore the Word of God, quite literally, within her. She's utterly unique in that she literally transmits the Word of God to the world. So when the Word of God wanted to take on human flesh, whose human flesh did he choose? It was Mary's. She donated out of her own life substance the flesh of Jesus. The body prepared for Christ is taken 
from the Blessed Mother. Nobody else in salvation history occupies such a role. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays from 4 to 6 on Ave Maria Radio and the Ave Maria Radio app. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, Teach Me to Pray, the free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking, and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, Teach Me to Pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click on the red box, order the Lord, Teach Me to Pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today on More to Life, our show is titled Power Struggles, as we talk about those times when we're struggling to feel powerful, those situations where we feel frustrated because we're dealing with that persistent relationship problem or that difficult person or that challenging emotional struggle that we're facing. If you're not sure what the next steps might be, we're here to help you identify those steps toward the relation, toward the life and relationships God is calling you to have. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Just before we talk to our next caller, we want to send out congratulations to another longtime member of the EWTN radio family. Real Presence Radio is celebrating their 19th year with EWTN. So we want to give our congratulations to Lynn and our whole great team at Real Presence Radio, now heard on 27 stations in North and South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Wyoming. From all of us here at EWTN, thank you so much, Lynn, for your good work and the whole team there. Keep Real Presence Radio going strong for decades to come. And listeners, wherever you are tuning in to EWTN, EWTN. Make sure you're supporting your EWTN radio station with your prayers and with your financial support to help us stay here for decades to come, supporting you and your family and living a more abundant and faithful life. With that, we are taking your calls at 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Ruth, who's listening to EWTN radio in New Jersey on Domestic Church Radio. Hey, Ruth. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you? Good morning. Uh, God bless you and your ministry. I finally got brave enough to call. Oh, what can we help you with? (laughs) Well, as I was uh, listening, I really do think uh, powerless in the face of my struggle is how I'm feeling. I have a friend of Mm. 42 years. I'm her children's godparents. I mean, we've had all these intimate relationships, and I said to the call screener, I feel like she's stonewalling me, and and it's been since everybody got active post-COVID because I have a bit of a disability, and I can't really be as active, but I didn't think it would make a difference. And the other thing is, in my waiting for you folks, and I love listening to the calls, I I guess I really want to say, how do I get off this emotional roller coaster? I feel like we're on... um, we're on parallel tracks now, parallel train tracks, so we can wave to each so other. So what have you done to try to reach out to her, and what's what's her response been? 
Yes, I said to her, Eileen, sometimes I feel like it's possible that I could be a burden for you. I know your life is so busy, and I can't be that busy. And uh, she denies it. No, 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 no. She said, you're too much like your mother. Now, my mother was like this little butterfly that would flit around and cheer people up. So that was a compliment, but that was how she dealt with it. And then another time that I'm trying to think... I know twice I brought it up. I don't know that I remember her reaction. Oh no, she came to me crying because I lost my best. Yeah, I lost my best friend, and she came to me crying. I had no idea how painful this would be after she lost her best friend. Well, not you know another good friend. So I thought I was your best friend. So my point, I won't go on, but I wrote down: How do I get off this emotional roller coaster? I'm stuck. It affects me with anxiety, discouragement, and GI distress. Oh, yeah, you're that's and the GI distress is a very big sign of just being anxiety ridden about the whole thing. Well, I guess so, so there are two yeah. things that I would say to you, Ruth. Uh, the, the, the first the first thing is um you know, you've you've you kind of brought the broader issue to her attention, right? Um and I you know, I appreciate that. I think that's a good good step. But what you didn't say was, you know, that you were asking her to get together at a specific time. To yeah. say, Hey, let's you know, let's let's make a time to whatever, you know. Um and, and I think that, that is a really important and obvious thing to do because you know we'll sometimes complain to somebody because we're hoping that they'll take the effort um, to come and reach out to us that that if we you know kind of raise the, our concern to them then you know they'll come out of their busyness and finally say well hey let's hey Greg let's go do this thing and very often people get caught up in their own lives and it just doesn't occur to them to do that it doesn't mean they don't love us it doesn't mean that they don't they don't care about us or want to be with us it's just that that they don't connect the dots between our complaint and actually doing something practical so the first thing to do would be to, to reach out to her and say, hey, you know what, grab your calendar. Let's figure out sometime in the next month where we could do something. Or if, since the holidays are coming up, you can say the next month, and if she's like, oh, I'm so busy, then come up with something after the first of the year. But come up with something and put it on the calendar. And a trick that one of my friends taught me was every time you leave each other, come up with another date. Because then you'll really see, oh my goodness, we're both busy on these days, and we might have had to schedule something. We might be able to do this next week, but we might not be able to do it for three months, but we've got it on the calendar, and we're going to do our best to keep that date, so don't leave each other. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, we, we can learn this the hard way, so there's this, these friends that Lisa was talking about, you know, we, we were very close with them, and then, like, we just didn't see them for almost two years, because yeah. we all just got busy, yeah. and we bumped into each other at the grocery store, and we, we were like, you know what, before we leave, get out your phone, let's look at a date where we can actually get together here sometime, and then from then on, every time we would end a meeting with them, we would say, okay, let's look at your phone, and let's let's pick the next time we're going to get together we would never leave each other's presence without scheduling the next time because we know what what our lives are like yeah because everybody just gets snowed under with everything they have to do including you know doctor's appointments the whole nine yards the other thing i want to say ruth is it sounds like because you are in your home more you can also offer kind of a sanctuary to people who are busier so invite her over for you know tea like just have you know a hot drink and some sandwiches or some cookies or whatever if you if you're not up to cooking 
door dash it if you have to, but just have something nice where she can come over for an hour or two and you just sit and you give her a little respite in the middle of her day. It doesn't have to be about a major endeavor to go someplace, at least as you're starting out. You can plan those things as, as you grow the relationship again. So, Ruth, that's your next step. Just be very specific about, hey, let's, let's plan some time over the next couple of months where we could get together and let's make it, make it a date. Uh, and just be uh, more direct about what you want to have happen there. If that doesn't work, give us a call. We'll talk about some next steps from there. But thank you so much for the call. And that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thank you so much to those of you who have called in and for those of you who are listening. I hope that you found some tips in the conversations we were having with callers about how you can reclaim your power through God's grace to identify those next steps for those challenging situations you're dealing with in your life or relationships. If you'd like more support to discover how to live a more abundant life, come on over to CatholicCounselors.com and check out all of our resources, including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's Pastoral Telecounseling Practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to be able to transform your marriage, family, or personal life in the light of God's grace. Again, that's CatholicCounselors.com. And don't forget to get out there and celebrate the life God has for you, because when we're connected with God's grace, there is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.